Hey, hey, everybody. It's me, Jamie Hammond, with Fifth on the Daily. Happy Friday, and this is uh, the final show that we're going to do for about a month, I I promise. I'm just going to take about a month-long break here and be watching. This is why you probably should uh, follow me on Twitter just to see the exact date of uh, when when we're going to be coming back again. And, uh, and I am, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry that I got to do this, but I just want to take a rest and I want to do everything I can to make this as good as it can possibly be. I want to really take this seriously. I really, really take, um, fifth on the daily, uh, I take it very seriously and there are just some things I want to figure out with it, just some fine-tuning on uh, different things. So please be praying for me, just for wisdom on how to do this, uh, what exactly to do, and just the different things we can do with this show. I want to make it as good as we can. But I felt like, as our last show for about a month, being that yesterday we talked about why you can talk, why you can talk about the gospel, why you're qualified to talk about Jesus, no matter whether you've been a Christian for a year, 40 years, no matter your background, no matter where you came from, no matter even your current state of lifestyle. And that might make uh, some people a little bit standoffish because automatically someone... uh, especially with someone that wants to teach us anything or talk to us about anything in any sort of a teaching sense, like whenever we talk about Jesus with somebody, many times people will feel that even the preacher can disqualify himself with his lifestyle. And I do agree that uh, ministers, I do agree that behavior is important, but the truth of the matter is, no matter who you are, no matter how big of a minister you are, you are human. They do deal with issues. They are not perfect. I will tell you firsthand, in watching my own self, I am the farthest from perfect. I really do, as Paul would say, as the Apostle Paul would say, I really do consider myself the chiefest of sinners. I think that I, I mess up a lot. I mess up a whole, whole, whole lot. And so yesterday we talked about why your misconduct, why your sin, why your lifespan of a Christian, your lack of a lifespan of a Christian, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, if you believe in what Jesus did at the cross, you are qualified to talk about it. What qualifies us to tell the story of Jesus is the story of Jesus. And so we all have a right, if you believe in this, to talk about it, to tell your friends about it, to bring him up in conversation, to post on Facebook about it, to blog about it. And now, 
understand sometimes when you hear someone say post on Facebook or blog about it, everyone gets and becomes these radical spiritual Facebook bloggers or um, not a Facebook blogger, but radical Facebook poster. And we feel it is our need to slam this down people's throat truthfully. And I don't want to take that too far. All I'm saying, this is not what I want to talk about, is with the Facebook posts, just be led with it, okay? And if you want to post about it all the time, you have a right to post about it all the time. I don't even know why I'm talking about it. It kind of annoys me that I'm talking about it, honestly. But maybe someone needed to hear it. So without any other delay, I want to jump into this. Seeing yesterday we talked about why we can talk. Today, I want to hear what we can talk about. Because there's a reason why we can talk. Really, why we can talk is because of what we're talking about. But it has to be a certain what in order for us to be able to talk about it. Because the truth is, there are some people, some Christians who have taken it on themselves to talk about the wrong thing. Actually, there are people who are talking about things they're not qualified to talk about. See, the grace of God qualifies me to talk about the grace of God. But if I make my message, if I believe the gospel to be a message where I just preach the Ten Commandments at people, and I just preach all these demands, all these rules that I myself can't even keep, understand, I'm not qualified to say that. I'm not qualified to give you a list of rules that I can't follow. I'm not qualified. That would make me a hypocrite. That's why as a pastor, a leader, anyone, as a Christian in general, be careful when you demand behavior from someone. Be careful whenever you teach behavior because whatever you demand from people, you must be able to perform yourself. That's why, honestly, in all these episodes, and I, um, I have made, maybe I've made a few mistakes in my, what is it? How long have I been preaching now? Six years? In my six years of this, more like five full-time. Four, five full-time years of preaching. I would say I've messed up a few times. But let's make sure we're talking about what we are qualified to talk about. I'm qualified to talk about Jesus. I'm qualified to talk about His grace. I'm qualified to talk about His forgiveness. Because all of those things apply to me. I can receive all of those things, but truth of the matter is, if I'm preaching the Ten Commandments to people, I'm not qualified to preach and demand that from people because I myself can't follow them. Are you following me today? There are some things we're not qualified to talk about. 
I'm not qualified to preach the Ten Commandments at you and say that you have to follow these because I myself can't follow them. I'm qualified to preach grace. I'm qualified to to tell the story and tell it proudly how Jesus died for me in my imperfection. He loved me in my sin. He forgave all my sins. God's not angry at me. There's no more punishment left for me. I'm qualified to say that. Because it's not a message that says, I'm perfect. It's a message that says he's perfect. And no matter how imperfect I am, I can still receive from him. He loves me. He saved me. He forgave me. That's my message. And I'm qualified to talk about it. But this is why Paul, to uh, start to close here, he says, through whom, this is what we looked at yesterday, and I encourage you, if you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, listen to it because it'll give you background. We're going to be going through Romans. I really even think when I get back. But he says in verse 5, through Jesus, we've received grace and apostleship. All that simply means is I have received grace or undeserved favor, the privilege, really, of what's an apostleship, what is an apostle. It's simply a messenger. All he's saying is I've been given the privilege and the honor and the grace, the undeserved favor to preach. I've been given the right I have bragging rights. Man, that would have been a good one to title yesterday. You've got a right to brag about the right thing. There are people bragging about things they don't have bragging rights to. You don't have bragging rights to the Ten Commandments because you have no right to brag with that because you can't follow them. But I do have bragging rights to the grace of God, and I do have bragging rights to Jesus because... It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you. I can brag on Jesus all that I want. I have a right to talk about it. I have a bragging right. I'm qualified to brag about this. I'm qualified to brag about grace. I'm qualified to brag about Jesus, but I'm not qualified to brag about religion because I can't follow what religion demands from me. But look what he says here. He basically says, I'm qualified to preach this message. But then he tells us what this message does. He says, I've received grace and apostleship, the right to preach the message, to bring about, so we're about to see what his purpose in preaching the gospel is, to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all nations. First thing I want you to notice is that this is all-inclusive. Whatever the message he's preaching, it's among all nations, among all people. But look at what this message does. It does not say, I've received a right to preach a message. In order to bring about obedience to the Ten Commandments. Or bring obedience to the laws that God gave to Moses in the Old Testament. He says... I've got a right to preach this message 
And this message is going to bring obedience of faith. Man. The purpose in preaching this message, the purpose in preaching what Jesus did for you at the cross is simply so you will come to the obedience of faith. Obedience in what you believe. This is Christian obedience. This is what it means to obey God. It means to believe the right thing. He doesn't necessarily say to bring about good character or to bring out good people or to make people, make bad people good. No, to bring wrong beliefs to right beliefs. All I am trying to do in these episodes, through these episodes, through this podcast, is to make you believe right. Because if I can get you to believe right, that is obeying right. That's obedience to God. If I can get you to believe that your sins are forgiven, if I can get you to believe in the grace of God, if I can get you to believe in the mercy of God and believe that God is not angry at you and believe that there's no more punishment left for you, if I can get you to believe that, I am getting you to obey God. The purpose of the gospel is not to produce or bring out good character. It's to bring out right beliefs. Because right beliefs produce good character. Character is essentially formed out of what you believe. So my point today is why we have a right to talk about Jesus is the message of Jesus. And the message of Jesus, the purpose of it, is to make people believe right. Never forget that with your coworkers or your family members that maybe don't know Jesus. The purpose isn't trying to get them to turn their life around necessarily in any way with their actions. I understand their actions do need to change, but before actions ever change, believing needs to change. And how does believing change? This is not even, today, it's not even necessarily what we talk about. Yesterday was why we can talk, why we can talk. Today could also be titled, why I do talk. Why I will open my mouth, why I will be bold with this message is that everything I'm not confronting people's actions. I'm confronting what you believe. Because I can't change your actions unless I change what you believe. But there are so many Christians out there that they think how they present Jesus is by telling everybody you're not being obedient with your actions. Your actions are wrong. You are You need to change this around. And this is what Christianity is about. No, 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 no. This is about changing the root of all of it. I'm trying to get you to believe that your sins are forgiven. I'm trying to get you to just believe this. Everything else will follow. 
I don't need to confront you. So I actually got an email uh, that asked me in witnessing um, whenever I tell someone about Jesus, do I need to tell them that they need to repent for the current sin that they're in at the moment? Do I need them to uh, repent after I pray the prayer of salvation with them, after they ask or receive what Jesus did for them? Do I need to confront their behavior? And truth of the matter is, I personally have found, not just through experience, but through the word, through the Bible, that you don't have to confront. Actually, I've seen actions. I've seen the opposite. And now I know you don't go off of what you see. But I have seen as a, as a reference. They repent of their sin. And then, without changing their beliefs, without focusing on the mercy of God. They just want to cut the whole thing cold turkey and it looks so good for a year and a half and they're this huge testimony but then I've seen it go the complete opposite way because really the whole time for this year and a half they were incredible actors and they weren't evil. There was nothing wrong with them other than their beliefs. The whole time their beliefs were not changed so the Right away, what needs to happen is not actions to be confronted, not, oh, with this, and you need to repent for this, and this, and that, and this. No, 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 no. I'm trying to get to the root of all this, of what you believe. Do you believe your sins are forgiven? Do you believe you're forgiven? Do you believe God's angry with you? Do you think God's out to punish you? If I can take that and make you believe about this in the right way, I can change your actions. Not me, but God. Does this make sense? What is this? How does this apply to me, Jamie? This applies in many ways, not just in how you talk about Jesus, but even for yourself, just a reminder that everything, all freedom begins on the heart level. Everything begins with you believing right. That's why you don't necessarily have to focus so hard on, I'm going to confront my actions, I'm going to change this, and I'm going to do this. No, 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 no. No. Rather than do that, say to yourself, there's something I'm not believing correctly in. There's something I need to change with what I believe. I'm a little, I need a little fine tuning here. And that's why we read our Bibles, because it will form those beliefs. It will renew. That's what renewing your mind is. And so watch. Your beliefs will shape everything around you. Actions, experiences, your situation. It will be determined by what you believe. So remember that with when you talk to people, with when <laughs> even in your own situation. Everything is shaped by what you believe. So let's really focus on believing the right thing. Let's believe and lean, trust that Jesus, because of his death at the cross and because he's raised again, 
all our sins are completely forgiven, past, present, and future. Let's believe that he's merciful to all our unrighteousness and our sins he remembers no more. Let's believe that he swore he would not be angry with us. Let's believe there's no more punishment left because of Jesus. Let's believe this. And that's obeying God. That's true obedience. And that's true growth. Watch what happens in your life when you believe the right thing. So for this next month, I encourage you, take some time and really look at the areas in your life that are suffering, the areas in your life that are in trouble. Because those are the areas where truthfully, it tells you if you're believing right about that area. Not even necessarily, it doesn't even necessarily have to be about that area. I want, to, I want you to ask yourself over the next month. And now I'm going to have a lot of time to respond to emails, so please email me. Please get in contact with me at fifth with a five, fifthdaily at gmail.com. And this is a good time. I can respond to as many emails as get sent to me. Um, so take time and really evaluate what you believe. Do I really believe that my sins are forgiven? Do I really believe that God sees me just as perfect as he sees Jesus? Do I really believe what God says about me? Take this time for a month and ask yourself that because I'm going to be doing the same thing. I'm going to be studying and I'm really excited for what happens when we get back. Because I'm telling you, we're going to come back and I'm going to come back firing. So take some time over this next month. And really ask the Lord to show you. I pray this. I try to pray this as often as I remember to. I haven't prayed it in a while. I used to pray it more. I used to ask the Lord that he would show me the truth that I lack. Because wherever I lack truth, I'm lacking freedom. Because truth always sets free. Wherever there's truth, there's always freedom. So if there's not freedom in an area, it means there's not truth. It means I'm not believing right. So I pray, and I'm going to pray this today for the next month, that the Lord is going to show you more truth, more of who Jesus is than he ever has in your entire life. And watch how much freedom comes out of this. Let me pray with you and make sure you send in your testimonies from what God does in this next month. Watch what happens. Let me pray with you though. Father, I thank you. I do ask that in this next month, you show us any truth that we're missing out. Any truth, anything that we're believing wrong, I pray that you correct those beliefs. And I believe that there are gonna be miracles in people's lives, that it's gonna be a time of rest, that there'll be more of a spirit of wisdom and revelation than there ever has been in their lives over this next month. You show them things, give them ideas, give them success. And I thank you for it. Give me wisdom over this next month. All of us wisdom. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hey, seriously, so I'm going to take a month-long break. We'll be back here. Watch for me, though. Um... I'm going to let you know on Twitter. I'm going to give you a few announcements during the break. 
Uh, follow me on jhammond3 with three eyes, and I'll give announcements and certain things that'll uh, tell you when we're going to get back. But seriously, email me during this time, any questions that you might have, and I've got some time now where I can answer them. But anyway, hey, I love you so much. I promise I'll be back. Be praying for me. I'll be, I'll be praying for you. And uh, hey, feel free to watch some of the past podcasts. They can still help you. They can still help you. They can still encourage you. They can still, they still do apply to your life right now. So I encourage you, go back and check some out, your favorite ones. And uh, you should email me your favorite one. I'd be interested to see which show, which episodes have been your favorite. But anyway, as a reminder, email me at fifth with a five daily at gmail.com. Anyway, hey, I'm Jamie Hammond with Fifth on the Daily. God bless you. I love you so much. And hey, let's see what you really believe about about what Jesus did at the cross for you. Trust that your sins are forgiven. Trust that God loves you. And watch what happens when you believe right. You'll watch your life really start to look right. Hey, I'm James McBride Hammond III. Have a wonderful month. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you in a month.